Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a great day. As always, likes, comments, and subscriptions are appreciated. A very big thank you to all my Patreon supporters and everyone who is a clicker of affiliate links. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. Welcome back to another news I missed. Where I go over. News I missed. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. The co-founder of leading crypto analytics firm Glassnode says that crypto investors are starting to take more risk by moving capital into altcoins. Yan Aleman told 52,000 Twitter followers that while Bitcoin received the bulk of capital inflows last week, he highlighted that some altcoins are also getting serious attention. He said $193 million worth of inflows into crypto last week. $98 million was into Bitcoin. $87 million was into Solana. And only $10 million into Ethereum. He said investors are... Omar said divestifying. Divesting into riskier altcoins. See for yourself. I don't know what that chart is supposed to that, that looks like a, a, a thunder and lightning. I, I can't. I, I don't have time. Alamon appears to be highlighting the metric that looks at Bitcoin's returns minus altcoins returns. The metric is currently in a sharp downturn, indicating that altcoins are gaining ground. We've heard this many, many times before, as we've seen many, many other charts over the course of the last couple of, I mean, six or seven years. Uh, we've also been getting indication that a lot of other altcoins are kind of uh, coming up on their own, if you will. We all know that Ethereum is incredibly popular, but we've received a significant amount of news over the last even just three weeks about Solana. We keep getting uh, raindrops from Cardano. And I want to say, um, correct me if I am incorrect, those are, I think, the most two popular altcoins besides Ethereum. I don't even really consider Ethereum an altcoin at this point. It's been coin number two for so long. It's basically like a mini Bitcoin. But it's normally Solana and Cardano that we tend to hear a lot about. We'll see like price movements for other coins. But I feel like Solana is uh, definitely the the front runner in all of this. And I've also seen the difference in, um, I think, even just interest on Google Trends and other places where people are. We also saw the chart of the, of the whole of the U.S. where the most popular coins right now are Dogecoin, Shiba Inu, and Solana. So uh, I think mm, I feel like a lot of times people get... Not deflated, but kind of like, meh, when it comes to Bitcoin's movements. Uh, so I think they're always looking for something else and something new. And as of now, there are a couple of contenders to Ethereum. We still have to wait and see around June if Ethereum 2.0 actually does happen and how amazing it actually is supposed to be. But until then, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of other movements on altcoins because, you know... Altcoins. I was going to say logic, but I don't know. Altcoins. Alrighty. That's the glass node of that apparently, glass node news that apparently tons of money is now moving into altcoins. And yeah. Let's move on. 
Also in the news, American rapper Snoop Doggy Dog is set to issue unreleased music as NFTs on Cardano as part of a collaboration with Cardano-based platform Clay Nation. The collaboration will also involve iconic collectibles and limited edition pitches. I don't know what that is supposed to be. And I thought it was a B, and then I was like, pictures, and then... In a video promoting an upcoming Twitter Spaces meeting between Snoop Dogg and Cardano founder Charles Hoskinson, clay versions of the American rapper and crypto investor Champ Medici, okay, are seen touting the meeting with Snoop saying he has been checking out the Cardano and that the Web3 stuff is exciting to me. So here's him as a piece of clay. Um... I don't know who Champ Medici is. I know if you are on Twitter, and for those of you who don't know, Snoop Dogg loves NFTs. Not that he likes them. Not that he thinks they're cool. You know how much Jack Dorsey likes Bitcoin? That, but for Snoop Dogg with NFTs. He created like a, a an alternative personality called some, something, something Medici. That's why I was like, it's not him because... He's not wearing a hat, but this one's Snoop Dogg. Anyway, so yeah, um, I think this is actually kind of cool as far as I want to see other things that people can release as NFTs on these different platforms. I've wondered for a while. I know that some artists have done it, but I wonder why it's not like a consistent thing where like, especially like he's Snoop Dogg is mega popular. Like unreleased music only as an NFT and the only people who will be able to own said pieces are the people who own the NFTs of it on the internet. That's kind of huge. So let's see exactly where this ends up going. I assume most music in about five years is only going to be NFTified, uh, especially once we get that uh, Instagram rollout in the like, was it eight weeks or something like that? So that's going to be kind of interesting. Yeah, so... Apparently, not only does he love NFTs, but he also apparently loves Cardano. So that's that's something. Yeah. Alrighty. That Snoop Dogg Cardano Clay news. And yeah. Let's move on. Also in the news, and I personally think these two are connected, but you make your own decision. Since the new crypto taxes came into effect in India on the 1st of April, Indian digital asset exchanges have witnessed a sharp fall in transaction volume. The final days of March also saw panic selling. So as far as we know, they have a 30% tax on profit, a 1% on TDS, don't know what that is, and there's no offsetting of losses. Sharing volume graphs of four leading crypto exchanges, CoinDCX, BitBNS, ZebPay, and WazerX on the April on the April 3rd. On the 3rd of April, a crypto industry insider tweeted, Indian exchanges saw volumes drop after new crypto tax rules became applicable on the 1st of April. I think the initial thing that they were proposing was a 60% tax, which then got knocked down to 50% and then got knocked down to 30% in general. I don't understand. I I think I do, but I tell myself that I don't. I would like to believe 
that the addition of cryptocurrency taxation on anything within the country was meant to be a way to kind of regulate the space to say, hey, we're not going to ban it. You can do as you wish, but there's going to be tax on it. However, it feels like something else behind the scenes, especially since we've heard so many members of parliament within India announce that they hate cryptocurrencies and that they believe that only a central bank digital currency should actually be the way forward. There's there's 0% chance of India probably ever um, having Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency as legal tender except for a digital version of their uh, current paper currency. But it still seems a little bit off. I have a feeling that this is all being done, especially to make it as uncomfortable as possible. It's like, what was that other country that we heard about two days ago? Uh, I think it's Indonesia. That has a 0.1% tax on crypto. It it makes it completely unlikely that people are going to want to do business in your country. Not only because there is a tax on it. But it's more so, you are so close to 0%, just have it at zero. People are going to have to now file complicated taxes to pay that 0.1% tax, which is just nonsensical. If you remember, this is where I say, I believe that they're tied together, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a thousand percent sure. Uh, Coinbase about in 2019, before we had any regulatory anything within India, announced that they were going to kind of be launching their Coinbase or whatever within the country and people would be able to so-and-so. And I was like, it's really weird because Coinbase kind of got a really big focus and they were talking about how they were going to expand into India when there was no cryptocurrency regulation. So to me, it seems a little weird that the other cryptocurrency exchanges, the four big ones, are now not doing well, and now Coinbase is like, well, this is the time that we're going to step into India to kind of take over or something like that. Not that they shouldn't or aren't going to be competitive as they are a company, but it feels like Coinbase has kind of gotten a weird special treatment from India since the very beginning. Do you remember this was definitely 2019? There was a week where, I mean, Indian authorities were like, ban, like all they said was ban, 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 and I was like, well... It looks like they're going to ban it. If you're going to ban it, just do it because I'm tired of waiting. And at the end of that week, Coinbase was like, yeah, we're going to move into India. And I was like, huh. Well, the last seven days, we've all heard crypto is terrible. It's never going to be legal here. We're going to ban it. You guys just happen to be moving there. Coinbase is focusing on growing the crypto and Web3 ecosystem in India. Combined with India's, they say, world-class software talent, which is true, we believe that crypto and Web3 technology can help accelerate India's economic and financial inclusion goals. Something feels off. I'm not exactly sure uh, what it is, but sure. Why not? So um, I hope that things change. I have a feeling that they won't. It took India six years to give terrible taxation laws. Uh, I wasn't expecting a, a 15, 10, or 5% tax by any means, but they they made it as uncomfortable as possible. But all that ends up happening is, as we've seen multiple other times before, is people pack up and leave. If you've ever watched a documentary on like the the IT and tech intelligence within India, it's not small. It's gigantic. I mean, very vastly intelligent people who've made these crazy companies and are capable of doing so much. They're not beyond the means of simply going, well, 
I'll just go to another country that has low taxation and where I know I won't potentially get in trouble later five months down the line. I, I, I feel like something is up with Coinbase, not in a nefarious way, but uh, they keep getting special treatment around the world as opposed to the other. Yeah, anyway, you know what I'm saying? All speculation, of course, but you get what I'm saying. All right. That's the Indian cryptocurrency Coinbase focusing on Web3 and India news. All right. Let's move on. And to finish things off, the nation of Georgia is preparing to regulate its cryptocurrency market. National Bank of Georgia Governor Koba Gventadze told the Financial on Monday that the central bank has already developed a draft of the regulatory legislation in accordance with the requirements of international agencies. Can't say that name. Said the size of the Georgian market is unknown. Due to the lack of regulation. However, an estimate by MoneyVal, the Council of Europe Money Laundering Monetary... Oh, please. Monetary body placed its monthly transaction volume at around 1 to 1.6 million U.S. dollars as of September 2020. MoneyVal urged Georgian authorities to strengthen the practical application of their measures to combat money laundering. <sighs> I wouldn't have problems with all these things if we knew that the governments weren't the like the corrupt ones. Like I, I totally would not have a problem with it if we knew that explicitly that it was just cryptocurrencies that were the problem. I'd be like, yes, please by all means save us. But we've had the the craziest part is that Glassnode and um, Chainalysis have been around since around 2016, 17, 18. You know, gaining in popularity, but they've even gone through the metrics before to look at actual money laundering through cryptocurrency. And I think it's something like less than 1% that they can really ascertain was used for something that may have potentially been illegal in said country that they were actually focusing on. We know that there's so much money laundering and illicit financing like actually happening through the banks. So anytime that any country says, well, we have to regulate it to stop the, the bad people from money, it's like, but you're doing more of it. How many banks over the last couple of years, JP Morgan, have we seen, I mean, like found guilty of laundering billions of dollars in cash and in gold on boats, on literal boats, like it's the year 1800, going around the other side of the world, they've been caught and found and they get fined $3 million. They were laundering 26 billion, but sure, the the three, four, five, six million dollar fine is definitely going to be a major slap on the wrist. Um, so cool. Another country, I, I I don't even I don't know how popular uh, Georgia is when it comes to Bitcoin in general. But I mean, realistically, if you're talking about one to one point six million dollars in like actual transactions going through the country. <laughs> so um sure, why not? Any day that we get regulation as opposed to a ban is is always a good day. Um if you tax it too high, people will leave. I don't know how to make that any clearer. So good luck to them and I hope it works out for their whatever this photo is supposed to be. It's a bank with legs holding up a coin. So I don't know what that's supposed to really symbolize, but 
Yeah, you go for it. Um, wonderful. Let's move on. Yeah. I do hope that you... Jeez, that's a lot that came out of nowhere. I do hope that you've all enjoyed. I do hope that you all have, are having, might continue to have at some point in the future a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do hope that it is absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for leaving a like, for leaving a comment, or subscribing and listening, and I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.